All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. Thank you very much, Yang. Uh, good job, uh, buddy. All right, uh, thank you very much, Ranger Redhead Cab Store. Uh, Big Man on Campus will join us in about 10 minutes' time. We'll jump into tonight's uh, college basketball uh, card Easy. after focusing on college football uh, last night. Easy. Yeah, we've got a bunch of games on tap uh, here this evening. A couple of spots uh, that I think we'll step up uh, with. Uh, so Joe Brady... Not the offensive coordinator, but you know what is it? The the passing coordinator, whatever he was the, the hell passing he was. Coordinator, but he's now the offensive coordinator with Matt Rule and yes. Carolina Panthers. So it's an upgrade. He is the total offensive coordinator. Yeah, Good because that other guy, the guy, the guy whose sons, uh, the daughter died. Remember, like M. M. Singer. Uh, I like M. Singer. Yeah, he was the he's the OC. So yeah, Joe Brady, young hot coaching prospect. Um, catapults the coaching ladder, so to speak, going from a passing game coordinator in college to a um, offensive coordinator in the National Football League. I, I don't fully love it, um, only because there's a lack of you know there's a lack of experience on this staff now. Uh, but him and Matt Ruler buddies. The fact of the matter is, Joe Brady was going to be a hot commodity, Cam. And Carolina got him. And uh, Brady was with the Saints before, right? So he was he was the passing game coordinator of the New Orleans Saints. So he is an offensive guy. It's not like, you know, he's just sort of, ah, you know, he's a nobody. He does understand offense. You know, he's been around some smart guys in, in offense. For sure. You got to give him a little bit of credit for, for Joe Burrow and how good Burrow. Burrow wasn't this great before, guys, right? I mean, I know. Burrow suddenly became awesome this year. So we will give him credit uh, for that. What it tells me, though, Cam, I don't believe if you're Carolina, you hire Joe Brady to have Cam Newton as your quarterback. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think Cam Newton's going to be a Carolina Panther. He's only got one year left anyways, but he's not going to play for them. And I think it'll be amicable. I think they'll tell him, listen, yeah, and Cam Newton's going to get signed like that, Cam, right? He's going to get a team right away. So Cam will be fine. And I think with Rule and Brady, I think they're sort of sending a message. We're starting over from scratch here. Exactly. And another thing is, Think about the, the, the scheme. Brady's a smart guy, so he comes in as a passing coordinator. Think about what he'll really be judged on, Gabe. How how can they make Christian McCaffrey even more effective? Like, that's the thing. There's going to be more plans for him in the scheme, probably a lot more crazier things. And Well, McCaffrey's he'll be judged, so Cam, at, I think. Yeah. He'll be he judged by it. how well the new quarterback does. Correct. Like, yes. who's that? You know, like, and, and I don't know. Like, that's the whole thing. I don't know. I don't know how Matt Rule thinks. The guy's only been a college uh, guy. You know what I mean? Who knows what kind of quarterback he likes? Does he want a, does he want a Lamar Jackson? Does he want a, a Josh Allen? Does he want a guy with a cannon? We don't know. He's never really had his choice. You know, Charlie Brewer was just a little guy, Cam, that happened to be there. You know what I'm saying? Like now, and, you know, there's a lot of quarterbacks available out there. Like I said, Cam, yeah. Cam, Newton, Cam Newton's under contract for one year. It doesn't make sense for Matt Rule to waste the year with Cam Newton. Like, Matt Rule wants to start building his own thing. He's got to get his kid in there, his guy. Right? I think Cam Newton's going to be a Raider. 
I called it uh, last month. Big I stand by. Big Man on Campus next on Skype. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Back to live action, fellas. Get on the grid. Sports grid. And so we come to you live from the Sports Grid studios at the FanDuel Sportsbook uh, at the Meadowlands. Kind of a quieter night uh, tonight. Last night there was a real buzz uh, in the air with the national championship uh, game. And uh, even the uh, the horse, even the, uh, the horse um, scene is a little quieter right now. Uh, than it normally yeah. is. Um, it's like it's a weird not a lot night. going on, Cam. You got Dol- Dolphin no, no. Downs, Sunland Park. It's nothing. I don't understand. It's kind of weird. It's like after the national championship game, the horse uh, crews decided usually Monday is a slow <laughs> night, but Tuesday, man, like, yeah, you're right. There's like nothing there. But don't worry, Gabe. Northfield will probably be around later on tonight. <laughs> no, you know what? Do they take the- Even Actually, Northfield's off, Cam. Wow. Yeah, their their first race is at six oh eight normally. You know what we've got right now? There's a big inquiry going on. People are uh, waiting on. Uh, there's uh, a little tension here. Big inquiry right now. Miami Valley. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. Like on my book, there's one horse book. Yonkers Harness at seven oh five. Usually there's like twenty. Oh my God! What yeah, yeah, they already taking? have it on the screen. The horse guys. First post seven oh five. Yonkers. Yeah, Yonkers. Empire City <laughs> Casino. I got to get out Correct. to Empire City Casino. Uh, I got to tell you, they got a lot of racetracks out there in Ohio, man. <laughs> Louisiana and Ohio. Like every second yep. F and track is in Ohio. Uh, but uh, New York. Bring in a big man on campus. New York's busy. A few Saratoga, York. Aqueduct, uh, Yonkers. So, yeah, they got, they got enough. You, you should get out to Yonkers. Go bonkers and Yonkers, Gabe. <laughs> a big man on campus. Uh, steps up in it. We do have a busy college basketball night. Light horse racing uh, right now, though they're off and running now. Uh, race six at Dover Downs, uh, for the record. Uh, but we got college basketball on tap here this evening, and everyone's waiting for the Red Sox uh, hammer to fall. Well, I had Bob Nightingale on this morning. He said it's probably going to be a couple of weeks, actually. Like, you know, it's not like any minute that they're going to announce. Like, basically... I think they're in the process of basically finishing it up and telling the Red Sox what they're going to do. Uh, Shano sent me a, a link of the Red Sox, the Red Sox um, coaches page on their website is blank. <laughs> Which, for Alice Cora, not not a good sign, bro. <laughs> not a good sign. Uh, big man on campus, how you doing, big man? <laughs> Hey, doing good, guys. I just want to point out, um, just on the horse card, uh, over the weekend, uh, and and Gulfstream's running right now, Thursday, Friday, yes. Saturday, Sunday. Safi Joseph horses are on fire right now at Gulfstream. He is, he is literally winning every race he enters right now. He uh, he's a trainer of Math Wizard. He won the Pennsylvania Derby. Keep an eye if you see him. He is on fire right now, at Gulfstream Park. Wow, big man, impressed. That's bringing the horse knowledge there. That's a good call. I love Gulfstream, too. Big um, 
Yeah. It's a good way of looking at things, actually. People often people often look at the horse and sort of handicap horse, you know, race by race. I know, Cam, you're big on riding the hot, uh, the hot jockey or the hot yeah. driver. Uh, but it's not a bad strategy, actually. Like when me, when me and Cam owned, we were in the race business, big man. Yep. You catch, you catch on like which owners win all the time too, right? Yep. Like yeah, we caught on, and I used to win money because of it. I was like, yeah, this guy always beats us. Like this guy's got like twenty-two horses. <laughs> like, so I know, I start like I'd really start to know. Yeah, yeah, that guy never wins. It's amazing how quickly you'll pick up on this stuff too if you if you start to watch it. Uh, Cam, like, remember, you and I knew right away, like, which driver was good and which driver sucked, right? It didn't yeah, take long yeah. to figure out. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, I, big man's right. Connections are huge. Like, I like to ride hot jockeys like Junior Alvarado. When he wins run race, he usually makes it three. They're very streaky. Like, at Gulfstream, Tyler Gaffleone. Like, I've been following him. He's one of the best hey, jockeys in the business. Yep. Irad Ortiz is the best jockey in the world right now. He, he has been unbelievable lately. Oh, he's it, great. And that's what I've been b- banking on, just Irad and Mike Maker and then Irad and Safi Joseph. Like, they've been they've been coming in left. And then Linda Rice at Aqueduct. Anytime she is a Linda horse Rice at, is great. Yeah. It, yeah, like, I've just been playing Western that. Western Fair is starting. Yeah. <laughs> During the week, it's so Speaking tough. of names, yep. I'm looking, Cam. I wouldn't want to see any names here that we, uh, that we know. We raced here at Western Fair before. Western Fair was pretty much when we knew. That was rock bottom, actually, for us. Yeah. When, when we were running at Western <laughs> funny, Fair, we knew. Yeah, it was rock was bottom. Gone. It was. That's Yeah, it was it done. Was. Like, <laughs> they have races for like 4,000 like, I remember bucks. I got the call. I got the call, Cam. He goes, yeah, listen, uh, we finished second at Western Fair. I'm like, that's oh, good news. What did we get? He's like, 350 bucks. <laughs> I'm like, all right, shut it down. Shut it down. Shut it down. <laughs> shut it down. <laughs> Yeah, that didn't even cover our I'm piece. exaggerating. It, no, it was like 700. I'm exaggerating, but it was no, bad. It I was like, it damn. Sucked. I did the math, big man. I'm like, so you're telling me even if we start winning races, like we better win like once a month. Otherwise, we're going to be bankrupt in like yeah. three months. Yeah, I don't even know where, I don't even know where Western Fair is. I, I, I've never even heard of that. I don't even know where that is. It's in London, Ontario. It's Western New York. Uh, yeah, the, I've, London, I've got- Ontario, Western New York scene. The lowest Fort level Erie, I get. Western Fair, Georgian Downs, Flamborough. Yeah, the those lowest are the, I've uh, got, Gabe, is uh, occasionally, like, I'll just be real, like, on a Friday night, like, I'll have TVG on, and they'll have, like, Australian racing, and it's like. Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice. I, like, I just kind of, like, but there's so many horses. Uh, actually, like, you know what? Yeah. Cam, you're right. You know, I'm getting a flashback <laughs> now in Western Fair. Western I remember, like, up. bitching. I'm like, what the hell, man? I said, we finished second. And I'm like, where's the money? I'm going off. And exactly, Cam. He's like, well, it costs us 350 bucks to get there. Because <laughs> it was yeah, You're driving the horse to London. We come second and we're losing money. Get rid of the horse. Big, big man. I'm telling you, when you own a horse, like there's a lot of little things you don't really think of, right? Like you get yeah, a call. It's like owning a kid. Like you get a call and they're like, yeah, listen, uh, listen, Gabe. Um, I took $400 out of the account uh, to buy shoes. <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean to buy shoes? He's like, yeah. the horse needs new shoes. And what are you going to say? No. Can't be yeah. like Scott Wetzel and just make the horse wear an old, like, torn up new balance. <laughs> balance. It's like, all right, get him new shoes. You know what I mean? And the driving was the worst. Like, people don't realize no. that. It costs a lot to transport a horse to a track, big man. Sure does. It's oh, like yeah, 250 man. bucks, bro. 
It's like 200, it's like 125 each way. I remember our horse, too, once got stuck in traffic. You remember, Cam? It was oh, a yeah. hot summer day. Yeah, he was. He and like uh, our horse was literally in traffic for like three hours on a highway, big man. Needless yeah. to say, he wasn't in a good mood when he raced, and he didn't no, race sure. well. No, no, he didn't. And the trainer says after, oh, yeah, he had exhaust in his face for three hours. <laughs> Thinking, yeah, this is just great. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's great. Hey, get him stuck on the highway. He finishes night. Thanks. Oh, yeah, here's your bill, guys. How much money did we lose? Poor Conflict Diamond, Kent. Stuck on the QEW there with exhaust and stuff, blowing his face in his little, in Cal's little trailer. Whatever happened to that horse? Oh, we got rid of him. He's still running. Yeah, he runs. We don't own him, but he's still running. No, we don't own him. We wish him the best. He's a friend. We wish him the best, too. He is a friend. But, yeah, Scrovey's like, I gave you guys that money for the horse. I'm like, shut up. Like, you don't know the horse business, man. It's like we had to pay the trainer. We had to do this. Like, no one gets it unless you're, like, finishing top three, four all the time. And we were at dirt tracks, too, big man. Like, we were, like, actually finishing. He got off light. Yeah, he did. He got got off light. All things considering. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that horse, yeah. Yeah, horse, horse. Uh, if you're going to own a horse, you got to be really, really rich. Right. <laughs> You've got to be, like, so rich that, like, fees don't bother you. Like, not yes. even semi-rich. Even semi-rich guys get mad at horse racing. I know yep. a lot of rich guys that can't handle it. You know, like, everyone. I'm telling you. Like, it's, it's uh, and it's funny because I get suckered in here. I'm like, yeah, you know what? They, I'm like, maybe I should buy a piece. They have a program here, Cam. Own a piece of the horse. And you know who runs it, too? It's the racetrack announcer, who's a great guy, too. <laughs> I was taught, they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to introduce you to him and stuff and get together. He goes, you guys would hit it off. I'm thinking, oh, boy, I'm going to walk out of here owning a piece of a horse, aren't I? <laughs> you don't want that. I wouldn't mind, but I'm not going to tell people because you guys will move the number. Uh, but yeah, anyways. No. Yes, correct. Let's let's get into uh, the basketball uh, here this evening. We got college uh, basketball. College football season is done. Um, we'll hit this on the other side. We got Nebraska and Ohio State. Nebraska's getting 30. a ton of points. Yeah, early start. Good call. Mississippi, Florida. Florida's laying eleven and a half. Duke on the road at Clemson. Want to get into the Oklahoma Sooner game? Can the Sooners cover plus a six and a half and? Maryland are not a good road team. We'll hit that and more. NFL season is now upon us, so you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. If you want to lighten the lamp on DraftKings FanDuel this NHL DFS season, then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS line combos and build stacks for tournaments and the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you're playing daily hockey and doing it, not doing it on Daily Roto, you're doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's the promo code ACTION for a special 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Now back to Gabe Morenci with our guest, Big Man on Campus. You know, this, thank you very much, Cam. This morning, I had to submit a pick. It's annoying to do it that early in the morning. 
Um, but I submitted the Oklahoma Sooners plus six and a half in uh, tonight's uh, Big 12 matchup against the Kansas Jayhawks. Uh, we've got news uh, as far as this game is concerned. There's been line movement, but Dotson is a scratch. So Dotson is not playing, and holy crap, it's down to four right now. Ugh. Six and a half this morning, big man. Massive line movement. What do, what do you mean, like with Dotson being out right now, is this an overreaction to the line move down to four points right now? No, this is not an overreaction. This is something that should happen. Devin Dodson is about as important as a player in the country. Uh, really, outside of Vernon Carey, I think he's I think he's number two in Ken Palm player ratings as far as player of the year. So, no, Dodson's a huge player. I mean, he's really the catalyst to that offense. He really is what they go, you know, do as far as going. And, you know, without him, I, I mean, you, you really don't ha- – and to, to be honest about Kansas, like – Outside of him and as of week eight, they really haven't had that third scorer step up. Throw in the fact that this is on the road. Classes started yesterday for Oklahoma students. So you're going to get Lloyd Noble Center uh, on fire tonight. Keep in mind, I mean, they've won the last four of seven uh, Oklahoma in this game. So at home, they've been very good against. They're five and one against the spread. Yeah. Five and one ATS last six against Kansas. Yeah, they've been very good in this matchup, and Oklahoma's a great bet a lot of the time because they do a lot of really good, just fundamental stuff. They don't turn the ball well over. They're top, yeah, they're yeah, they are. They're top ten in turnover percentage on offense. They don't turn it over. They're a great foul shooting team. They don't foul uh, defensively. They rebound the ball well. So there's a lot about Oklahoma to like. They really could use this game, and you know, without Dodson, it's going to be difficult for Kansas to to run their offense. They need that floor general and. He's just about as important as a guy because when you have a, a big as 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 of Wike goes, it's not like as of Wike like takes the ball on the court. He needs to grab the ball from somebody, and that's something that Dodson's yeah. been doing. And without that third score or four score, it's going to be tough tonight. Oklahoma's a good defensive team, guys. Yeah, you know what? In fact, well, it's, uh, bring this up. So, what about the total here? Kansas have turned into an under machine, guys. Kansas yeah. have five straight basketball games that have gone under the number. Already, and that was um, you know that was when healthy. Oklahoma's riding a three-game under streak. What do you make of the total, uh, big man? You willing to bet the under of this game? And it's a good point that you raised too. Um, as Bouquet's a great player, he can't shoot free throws either. That's another you know, reason why you like to bet against the team on the road in a spot like this. But it's not like he can. He's not Kawhi Leonard. He can't just take the ball and like go. The you know <laughs> he's not going to go coast to coast with it. He needs to be fed. Uh, by a point guard. He needs to be set up. So it's an interesting dynamic uh, there. I hate betting unders, but this game has under written all over it. Kansas are 10-4 and four to the under on the year, guys. Yeah, he he's a really traditional big, as you said. And you, know, you look at both these teams, they actually play with pretty good pace. Both are top 60 in pace, but th- the problem is, again, you don't have your floor general running the offense for Kansas. So th- that offense is going to be tinkered down a little bit. Um, and both teams are... are as far as defensive uh, possession length, I mean, they really make you work. So I think it's going to be a game that is probably played in the 60s. So, yeah, I think without without Dodson, I think the under becomes even more of a like because he's a guy that this can get out on in transition. No, Kansas it is. Look like it, Cam, Cam, they look bad. Here's the, uh, 
Here's the kiss of death, Cam. Under 5-0 and in Jayhawks last five. Under 4-0 in Jayhawks last four oh, games following oh. the loss. Under 5-0 and in Jayhawks last five games the favorite. Under 6-0 and in Jayhawks last six games as a road favorite. Under 4-0 and in Jayhawks last four games versus a team with a home winning percentage of uh, 600 or greater. So there's five stupid trends. Uh, that say this game's going to go under. And we all know, whenever these sports sites have these things that, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, it's going to go, oh, it always goes under, uh, that'll go over. But like you said, they play with a pace. I know because I've been burnt by Kansas overs over the years. And Kansas are a good under team. I'm going to look at Oklahoma. It sucks. It was six and a half earlier this morning. It is what it is. Maryland and Wisconsin, big man. Uh, big 10 game. I remember when we were on last week, actually. I think it was Ohio State night, actually, and we cashed with the Buckeyes. So here are the Terps on the road. Wisconsin are not as good, obviously, as Ohio State are uh, this year. What do you make of uh, this game? But the Badgers are favored here, uh, two-and-a-half-point favorites, big man. Yeah, I have zero interest in Maryland on the road. In fact, I don't have any interest in any road Big Ten team. You look at home teams in the Big Ten this year, 32-5 uh, and five straight up. I mean, they, they don't lose. Uh, it's pretty unbelievable how good home teams have been. And you know, this is a tough trip. I mean, Badgerland is one of the toughest places to play in the country. Wisconsin's playing well. They just got a transfer eligible, Micah Potter. He's really been a catalyst for them. Yeah, this is simple. I have no interest in betting Merlin on the road. Um, I'll tell you one thing. I don't bet a lot of first halves, but this would be a great spot to bet Wisconsin first half. I've watched Maryland a lot this year, and whether it was Temple or Harvard in the non-conference, you look at even in-conference, they have been slow starters. Illinois as well. I mean, they were they were got beat up by Illinois in the first half. This could be a real good spot, and it, it's added to the road woes. They start slow. Uh, Wisconsin, it, I think, is one and a half in the first half. Might be a great spot to figure them up here. Maryland, is, as I said, struggled on the road and in the first half to get going. Yeah, I've been crushing these first half unders in the in the Maryland games as well. You're right. They are slow starters. Problem is that the first half total is so low. You know, the, the total itself in the game uh, is kind of low. Uh, VCU and Dayton. Dayton's had a nice run so far uh, this year, but it's uh, they're eight and a half point favorites here at FanDuel right now. What do you make of that game, big man? VCU at Dayton. Yeah, it's a tough one because Obi Toppin, who you know many could argue is one of the best players in the country, he got he had a knock the other night uh, injury wise, and he's again not completely healthy. This is not a uh, you know Dayton's kind of rolled; they haven't really played a real good defensive team. This is a real good defensive team. VCU is physical, tough. They're really going to mix it up, and if they have a guy that can guard him. Um, you know, Marcus Santos Silva is a guy that can, can kind of bang with him down low. He's a physical kid, uh, kind of one of those, you know, not a Marcus Saul type, but kind of reminds you of him. He's not as big and bruising, but he's going to mix it up with you down low. And that could be something that bothers Toppin with kind of a, a bum uh, ankle. I, I, I kind of like VCU here. They're awful loss. They don't really do real well if they can't turn you over. But I think defensively, they kind of match up well. This could be the first test Dayton really has. I, they haven't really had many of them, and it's a bear to bet against that offense. But you know, VCU is a team that's well-coached. They could kind of play with some tenacity and physicality and maybe bother Dayton a little bit. So I'd, I'd probably lean towards taking a point here. A real rivalry game here, Cam. If you look at the history between these two teams, guys, VCU have covered uh, four straight times that they played. Always close games, 69-68. Yeah. 
88-84 in overtime. You know VCU's going to be fired up tonight, Cam, getting eight, you know, going in here against Dayton. Everyone's praising Dayton. Like Big Man said, Dayton really haven't played anybody yet. Yep. I don't think Dayton should be laying these guys nine points, eight and a half. I'm, gonna take, I'm taking the underdog here. No, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the Dayton Flyers for years. I kind of kind of like the team, but I'm with you guys. I, I think VCU's the play. It's generous points right now. They're going to be angry. Dayton's played a lot of cream puffs, as big uh, man on campus said. I got to take eight and a half. If Dayton wins, I think they'll probably win by, you know, four or five, maybe six with some uh, free throws at the end of the game. I expect this one to go down to the wire. Uh, big man, what do you think about um, the Pitt game? Uh, Pitt-Louisville, this line seems to be climbing a little bit. I saw five, five and a half now, six for Louisville on the road against Pitt. We were on Pitt the night they came back against North Carolina when Roy Williams ripped his team and said, I stand behind my con- comments that these guys are uh, one of the least talented teams, but what about Louisville six at Pitt? Do you have an opinion on this one? You know, uh, th- this one kind of got away. I think this is one where if you didn't bet it early, I, th- I think it's kind of gone now. I mean, Louisville on paper is a much better team. And, you know, we've like, kind of waited for Louisville to kind of figure it out and kind of beat up a team. They did it against Miami, I guess you could say. But, you know, in the conference, they really haven't necessarily done it yet. They lost to Florida State, had a close one against Notre Dame, obviously lost that a Kentucky game a couple weeks ago out of conference. I'm kind of waiting for them to put it together, but they still continue to have trouble with no real point guard. They haven't really given that to anybody. On paper, they are way better than Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh is pretty bad offensively. I mean, they really don't do anything well, and this is not a vintage Pittsburgh home atmosphere. I remember when you know, remember when Jamie Dixon was there. They had some yeah. really good teams. You know, you know Gary McGee and Nasir Robinson and people like that. But Lamar Patterson. But they don't have that team anymore. This is not the same home atmosphere. This should be a good spot for Louisville to kind of put it all together. Uh, they don't really do anything bad. They they're, they're really solid on offense. But I don't know. I don't trust like laying this kind of number on the road. Uh, they should win by double digits. But Louisville hasn't really performed like I thought they would just yet. I'm waiting on them. Game flying under the radar uh, here. Ugly game, but maybe we have a, a spot here with Tulane on their home court against Central Florida. Uh, Tulane another one, two game. on their home court against Central Florida. Bad, bad. Yeah, it's if an you ugly like Tulane, game, but I th- yeah, it, for, it opened up at pick, and now it's two, so there's steam with Tulane. I get a little bit worried about that type of thing. Uh, yeah. It seems like a lot of people are on the green wave. Yeah, but Cam, that's not public. Like, if it's a Duke game on ESPN and the line moves, it's like, yeah, whatever. It's just Johnny Johnny A hole betting this at home. Uh, yeah. You know, as you get home from work, the public, big man, who's moving a Tulane line at two in the afternoon? Obviously, people that know what they're doing and people that are betting money yes. on this stuff for real. Like, you know what I mean, it's not. You know what I mean? Some guy's twenty dollar parlay ain't moving a Tulane line, big man. No. It's not. And they're starting to get better against the spread. And I know you got to take a break, so maybe we can hit this on the other side. But, yeah, I, I, I actually had a photo. All right. So, uh, yeah, come in and think if there's another game we didn't bring up. Big man, bring it to us. Me and Cam will get to our NBA, NHL picks. San Diego State, man, my boys. 17-0 on the year at Fresno this evening. West Virginia lay uh, 7.5 to the Horned Frogs. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Game time decision continues. We'll be back uh, this evening in game, uh, live, tracking some NHL hockey, NBA basketball, and um, college uh, basketball. We got big man on campus. Uh, what is the Raging Redhead uh, Cam Stewart? I look forward to the Raging Redhead Cam Stewart's NHL uh, picks. I'm just quickly looking at the NBA uh, card here tonight, and it's not a pretty one. I tell you that much. Phoenix at Atlanta, Utah at Brooklyn, I think Houston, shot with Memphis. Memphis Look at that total, too. Getting five and a half. Oh, God. Yeah, and Ooh, they've been good. Memphis high. has been good to me, man. It's I see that total, 240 and a half. That's a big one. I think it goes over. I'm in a college basketball frame of mind today for some I mean, I'm looking. I don't like the NBA. I sort of like I shake it up on a daily basis, but sure, we'll find something. But all right, let's 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 get, get this with Big Man. Big Man, I brought up San yeah. Diego State um, and the late night uh, card. Um, we got West Virginia and TCU as well. Let's hit those games. And if there's a game that we didn't bring up that you like, uh, throw it at us. What do you got, big man? What do you think about the uh, the later games here tonight? San Diego State, 17-0 on the year. They're at Fresno. West Virginia laying points tonight against TCU. What's your take? Yeah, San Diego State, I, I, this, is a, this could be the slip-up game. I mean, as we know, they have not lost yet. Um, but I, I mentioned on my podcast last week, I thought this could be a game where I, I think they could lose. I definitely like Fresno to cover the number. Keep in mind, Fresno has not played in a week. That gave them a week to kind of get healthy and, and prepare for San Diego State. And not a lot of people know this, but the Aztecs have lost four of five at Save Mart Center out in Fresno. Justin Hudson, the coach at Fresno, used to coach at San Diego State when Kawhi Leonard was there. So he knows this team well. Fresno State is finally fully healthy. And if you guys follow Ken Palm, he's got a luck rating. It's basically the luckiest team versus, you know, obviously the you know, out of 353 teams. And Fresno State is the unluckiest team in that metric in the country. They have 11 losses. I think eight have come by eight or less. They've been really unlucky this year. They're actually a pretty solid team. And this has not been an easy trip for the Aztecs over the years. I'm starting to think at some point, you know, the pressure of winning every game is going to get to them. And I almost blink. Obviously, you want to win every game, but I have to figure at some point, Brian Dutcher would almost welcome a loss. You really don't want that target on your back. I think they're going to give it their all tonight, but these teams met a couple weeks ago. Fresno lost by nine in San Diego. I'll gladly take the points tonight. This has not been an easy game for San Diego State. Cam? Uh, yeah, I don't know, Gabe, but um, I, I, I'd be probably wanting to take the points in that situation. Uh, big man, what about this West Virginia TCU game? Does that seem a, a little bit rich with the Mountaineers laying seven and a half in that game? I kind of want to take a shot with the Horn Frogs. It seems like, uh, by the sounds of things, Gabe, we like a lot of dogs tonight. You're talking about Oklahoma, maybe Fresno, but uh, what do you think? I, I don't want to lay seven and a half with West Virginia. Yeah, I, I, 
I got to be honest. I really don't want to take seven and a half against West Virginia, though. I I think you can make the case this is the best defense in the country. I mean, Huggins has this team playing at a really high level. TCU is really dependent on three-point shots to score points. You look at seventh in the country as far as three-point uh, point distribution. They, they, they almost just can't score anywhere else in the court. You have one of the longest, uh, best defense as far as the three-point line in the country, and it's on the road. West Virginia is not a team I want to get in front of. That performance on Saturday mm-hmm. against Texas Tech was impressive. Um, this kind of seems to me like a, a 69-58 type of game. West Virginia is starting to look like what Virginia has been over the last couple of years. Plus, they are so damn good on the offensive glass. Uh, that's not one of uh, TCU's strong points, uh, rebounding. So, yeah, I, I, I'm kind of leaving WVU there. Yeah, I'm not uh, – I don't like getting in front of uh, West Virginia. I've been on the wrong side of them twice uh, this year. Very, very uh, – they're an impressive team. Uh, they're, they're a good basketball team uh, so far this year. All right, last one uh, here. Uh, Blue Demons I'm seeing here have lost 18 straight times against uh, Villanova. Clemson just snapped their uh, 59-game losing streak <laughs> uh, the other night uh, at Chapel Hill. What do you make of this? Um, the Blue Demons and Villanova uh, tonight, uh, big man. DePaul uh, is in Philly tonight. Yeah, you know, I, I went back and forth on this game for a long time. I, I, I like DePaul a lot. I, you look, you mentioned their inability against Villanova. Keep in mind, though, they've covered four or five at Villanova, and you look at the Wildcats, I'm not real high on this team. They haven't posted a double-digit victory since early December. This seems like too many points to me. The problem, though, I have, and the one reason I did not bet the DePaul Blue Demons is they have really went cold from three. I mean, they're shooting like 23% over the last three games. The last thing I need is to bet on a DePaul team. They should be up for this game, but I know. You know, I, I really can't afford like a four for twenty kind of game, uh, and that's something that concerned me. That they seem to have some issues right now shooting the basketball, but they should get a great effort here, and that's something that you can kind of lean on. This is a lot of points. This is DePaul's kind of. If you're Dave Latay, you can kind of say to yourself, "Well, okay, guys, we're only zero and three. It's still early. Let's go out. Let's let's beat a team we haven't beaten in a while." And you know, they've done some good things on the road. They have wins over Iowa. Uh, they beat Texas Tech on a neutral. Actually, I'm sorry, that was at home. They want to beat Minnesota as well. So this team can win on the road. He said, "Yeah." Looking at this game, man, this is the one that it feels like. I think the Paul hang around, but like you said, you too. Doesn't this feel like we're getting nine and a half or we're going to lose by 11? It just hey, feels hey, like that Gabe. type of game. Gabe. That you hang around all game and you're like, damn, that was a good pick. But like you said, they yeah. can't hit a three. You here's, need to be able to hit a couple of threes when you're getting points, you know? Here's what I would do. Here's what I – and this is something I kind of settled on. I, I bet this really small. DePaul first half plus five and a half. They've not been down by more than six any game this year at the half. You should get a good effort coming out of the gate here. You've lost three straight. You're on the road against a team that you should be up to play. Um, that would be an angle I would kind of look at. Five and a half is a lot of points. Uh, Villanova, you know, generally kind of pours it on in the second half. You could look at them here. I, I think DePaul plus five and a half. As I said, haven't been down by more than six in any game this year at the half. So that, that'd be an angle maybe to look at. You should get a good effort early on at least here. Big man on campus. Uh, find him on Twitter at uh, Jeff Nadu. Thanks for the time, big man. Thanks, guys. Always appreciate it.
Take care, buddy. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate your time. Thanks for the insight. College basketball. We'll recap our picks. I've got uh, I've got one, two, three. I've only got four, Cam. And I'm not ready to take Fresno State. I'm not getting in front of San Diego State right now, even though I think Fresno could cover uh, that number. But the college games I'm looking at, Oklahoma, uh, we're getting another half point right now. Dotson's out for Kansas. Oklahoma, I already liked Oklahoma as it was. Oklahoma getting four and a half right now. VCU getting eight and a half. It's a big like rivalry that. game, Cam, VCU and Dayton. They're going to be like, VCU will be more fired up because Dayton are good in getting all the love right now. Yep. You know, VCU exactly. getting eight and a half is too much for me to turn down. Wisconsin on their home court. Big man brought it up. The Big Ten home dominance is insane. 32-5 and five home teams. Maryland, I'm worried about betting on Maryland every time on the road here because it's almost just like yep. it's getting easy. So it feels like it's like robbing the same bank all the time, that, that saying. But I think we can do it. And it's funny because I didn't even know, Cam, that uh, there was all that movement and stuff on this Tulane game. But that one jumped off the page of me right away. I'm like, Tulane is going to beat Central Florida tonight. And, man, DePaul, I want to do it. I think DePaul is going to cover, Cam. DePaul will lose by like six or seven or something. They're going to cover tonight against Villanova. I would definitely lean DePaul in that game. It looks like we like a lot of dogs, and um, Wisconsin's a very small favorite if you want to lay the two and a half or a buck 40 on the money line. What about this Virginia Tech-Wake Forest game? Do you have an opinion there? That's another late one. That's the only game we didn't touch on. No. Um, tough game. Very tough. I like betting on uh, I like betting on Virginia Tech when I'm getting points with them. You know? Yeah, not laying. I don't really want to have to trust them laying points on the road. My gut tells me Wake Forest. I think it's a trap. I think the public will play Virginia Tech and they're going to get yep. burnt late. Virginia I Tech will win by Wake one Forest. or something. Look at the dogs we're looking at right now. Wake Forest plus three and a half. Wisconsin's a small favorite, but Oklahoma. Plus uh, I four guess and I'll half, jump five. in on Wake here. DePaul, yeah, might, might as well make it a full pooch night for VCU. Like getting all three dogs, and a half. Man. Yeah, why not? Yeah, they're getting three and a half. You know, That's... in college basketball, Cam, you got to bet on bad teams. And I know it sounds yes, crazy, but it's true. Like, oh, I love doing it. I didn't want to take true. Cal last week against Washington State. But I was like, it it's the spot. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, yeah, yes. it went easy. They were horrible. They're like 4-11. and 11. They won a game easily. And I'm sure there was someone younger kid out there thinking, I can't believe Washington State can't beat Cal. <laughs> right? Like, it's like one of those type of deals. College basketball regular season is so trappish, man. You walk right into it. You know what I mean? You walk right into it. Yeah, we got some weird picks tonight. Wake Forest, DePaul, Tulane, <laughs> VCU. But we got a million NHL. Yeah, what I do we got, got here? Plays. A lot of games. 12 plays. I got 12 plays in 12 plays. Right yeah, I'm going to have to reduce the units. All right, let yeah, me rattle off the games and tell me if you got something. Vegas, okay. Buffalo. Uh, pass. It's only the only game I'm passing on, but I have a lean to the over and actually the Sabres. Vegas are ice cold. They're burning money. Very hard to take them. New Jersey. Seven. New Jersey's in Toronto tonight. Leafs are big favorites. Over. I like the over six and a half with the Leafs. They give up goals. No defense. They're also missing Morgan Riley. There's going to be goals in this game. Give me give me the over. I'll put the Leafs in a parlay. I'm not laying 270. I see here that the Columbus Blue Jackets are 8-2 and two to the under in their last 10 hockey games. Boston Bruins. Marchand's going to be in a bad mood after costing them the game last night. Yep. Boston at Columbus. What do you make, Cam? 
I like Boston. Uh, they pissed that game away against Philadelphia. I was actually on Philadelphia. Columbus is uh, feeling good about themselves. Also returning home from a Western road trip, not even an Eastern one. Recipe for disaster. Give me the Bruins on the back-to-back laying 40 cents. Islanders are big favorites against the Red Wings tonight. Parlayed or minus one and a half. I like the Islanders to win, too. They got smoked by the Rangers last night. Detroit has Antianasu out and all their guys, Mantha. Like three of their best players are on the shelf right now. They got big problems. Detroit's horrible. The Islanders might take them out to the woodshed, but it's minus 245. Isles in a parlay. Pittsburgh Pittsburgh had a great road trip, uh, but now they're back home. This is the type of stuff. This is the type of game where Pittsburgh will burn you, uh, laying 170 whatever. I'm not saying I want Minnesota, but I'm going to pass on that game. Any opinion there, Cam? Yes, Gabe. You read my mail. I will. You just said it a minute ago. Bad teams. I'm taking one tonight. Situational play. The Minnesota Wild are my underdog of the night at plus 150 with Sidney Crosby and Pittsburgh coming back. Weird line movement, too. It opened up. Pens minus 80. It's down to 65. People are going to go, oh, yeah. Got to take the Penguins. I think the Wild are live tonight. Give me Minnesota plus 150. Man, I just hate every NHL team. I'm looking at every team. I'm like, nah, I hate those guys. They always screw me. Yep, <laughs> LA's guys, at Tampa tonight. Chicago at Ottawa. What about Ottawa tonight? I, I actually lean Ottawa. Uh, it, it, it might not make the card. It's like selection number 13 game. But <laughs> That's I like an Ottawa ugly game, plus, Ottawa. Yeah, I, I like Ottawa plus 105. <laughs> the hell am I even I thinking? Like I'm going to bet on the Ottawa I like the over. I like the over because Chicago doesn't play defense. And Ottawa, they, they don't play defense and score at home. So... I'd go over six and a half, but I like Ottawa. Big game tonight, like Cam. Yep. Vancouver, Winnipeg. Vancouver like Winnipeg. been hot tonight, but they, yeah, I it like feels Winnipeg. like the Jets is the side here tonight. Yeah, I the agree. Jets always I screw agree. you. The Jets always screw you, but I like the Jets tonight. Always. Also rebounding. <laughs> a bad game. No, and the thing about Vancouver is they're feeling good about themselves. They had a nice win in Buffalo. That was aided by the Sabres. Horrible. That's my one play. hockey pick. Give me the Jets. The Winnipeg Jets. Yep. All right, other games on the, on the board here. We got Dallas and Colorado, Nashville and Edmonton, San Jose and Arizona. Any thoughts on those? All three, I do have thoughts. I like Colorado to win, uh, minus 140. Nashville to get it done in Edmonton uh, on the road. And Arizona, oh, against So you're really betting? You got 12 hockey bets. Yes, I do. I'm probably going to play like 40 bucks a game, maybe 50. All right. On the other side, we're going to have to go rapid fire, talk as fast as we can. Game time to continue. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION. For a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. All right, Cam's got 12 hockey picks, so we'll give him the floor here in a second. Uh, it's too bad we won't be on in-game live, uh, but it'll be me and Wetzel and Babano uh, tonight at Not 8 night o'clock group. tracking all this hockey. You're going to be on after. Cam will have you covered. Until uh, midnight? Well, they want to split us up, Cam, to entertain people until midnight, right? 
Yeah, it's a good call. I mean, if it's we'll just you and me action. at 10, everyone, everyone, everyone goes to sleep at 10 when we leave. <laughs> All right. Um, quick picks here. Yep. Oklahoma Sooners plus four and a half. Dotson out uh, for Kansas. I already liked them anyways, but Dotson's out. Uh, VCU, big rivalry game. Uh, tonight against Dayton. These guys always play tough games. VCU's covered four straight against these guys. Give me the VCU Rams plus the eight and a half points. Um, Wisconsin on their home floor. It's going to be tight. It's going to be low scoring. It's going to be a stress job. But Wisconsin beats Maryland uh, tonight. I'll follow the sharp money, Cam. I didn't even know this, but uh, give, me, uh, give me the green wave uh, tonight. Tulane, minus 135 on the money line. DePaul, the Blue Demons. Are going to hang around with Villanova, although an inner voice tells me I'm getting nine and a half or I'm going to lose by 10 or 11. <laughs> um, yeah. Wake Forest getting three and a half on their home court against Virginia Tech. This has public trap written all over it. Give me the Demon Deacons. NHL hockey, Winnipeg Jets. So I got Oklahoma plus four and a half, ECU plus eight and a half, Wisconsin minus 140, Tulane minus 135, DePaul plus nine and a half, Wake Forest plus three and a half, Winnipeg Jets minus 135. What do you got, Cam? Uh, NBA, Brooklyn plus three and a half. Memphis over 240. College, I'm going to ride the wave with you and big man. Uh, VCU plus eight and a half. Fresno plus seven and a half. Wake plus three and a half. Wisconsin money line. Small play on DePaul because DePaul always screws me late in games too. It's true, Gabe. They miss a lot of threes. NHL, Toronto regulation. Islanders regulation. Winnipeg Jets minus 130. Colorado minus 140. Small favorites all over the board. Nashville minus 125. Boston minus 140, Arizona, and my dog oh the night, the Minnesota Wild to upset Pittsburgh, plus 150. All right, uh, so we'll be back at uh, yep. 8 o'clock here this evening. And um, I heard Cam in the update talking about, um, I want to get it, we'll, this, this is definitely a story that's uh, developing. Penn State? Yeah. Yep, amazing. Lawsuit. Franklin. Franklin knew about it. Bad news. Violent, violent sexual hazing. Not good. Nope. I'm going to do what Sandusky did to you. That's not good. We'll no, see you later. Not good eight. at all. <laughs> <laughs>